If a cluttered desk is the sign of a cluttered mind, what is the significance of a clean desk? That's a quote often attributed to Albert Einstein, but really belonging to Lawrence J. Peters. He's a Canadian. He's an author. He developed the idea of the Peter Principle. And if you're not familiar with this, it basically comes down to this thinking. In a hierarchically structured administration, people tend to be promoted up to their level of incompetence, meaning that at any given time, people occupying different roles in a company or organization are probably incompetent to perform that role. So that's Lawrence J. Peters. He uh, came up with that Peter principle used oftentimes in the workforce. And he also came up with today's quote. In this episode, we are going to look at the debate over whether you should have a clean desk or dirty desk and what's best for your creativity and your productivity. And what can you do, assuming you choose a clean desk, to create that environment and maintain it? I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment Podcast, episode number... Hold on, I got around here somewhere. There it is, 32. The Mental Mastery Moment is presented every weekday to provide you with a short mindset reset so you can approach each day with the proper mental attitude to maximize your potential. As your host, P. Desmond Adams brings you nearly 30 years of experience and study in the power of your mind and the creative force found in your conscious as well as subconscious thoughts. Desmond champions the importance of knowing your core desires in life and mastering self-discipline, both foundational to your success in any endeavour. And now, here's Desmond with your Mental Mastery Moment. So what are you, a clean desk or a messy desk person? Be honest, I battle it all the time. And the reality is, creative people tend to be less concerned with clutter on their desk. And uh, people who are more productive people tend to be very focused on keeping everything in an orderly, minimalist fashion. And that's what we're going to look at. What is better for creativity and productivity when it comes to your desk? A study by a team of researchers at the University of Minnesota said people are a lot more creative when they're at a messy desk. And I'm not going to dig into all of that research, but I will tell you this, it completely makes sense to me, but they didn't determine whether creative people tend to have a messy desk or if a messy desk makes someone more creative. So you got to figure out the correlation, which way it goes. I'll accept that because I know firsthand that that's not something I'm always concerned with. But I do know this, if I sit at my desk and I've got a lot of stuff all over the place, it is very hard for me to get focused on what needs to be done and then stay focused on that because it's basically like you're in a really loud room. It's just visually loud to you and you're trying to listen to somebody, your mind, focusing on uh, you know, trying to listen to somebody give you a lecture and all you hear is all these people talking, you're trying to stay focused and so it becomes very difficult. Another study estimates executives waste a total of six weeks every year looking for lost stuff on their desk and in their desk drawers and in their office. Matter of fact, Office Depot, and I admit Office Depot sells items to help us organize our desks. Uh, they found in a survey of a 1,000 people, keeping that one thing in mind, that they do sell stuff to keep your desk organized, they found that 77% believe a messy desk hindered their productivity. 
So go by there and buy something. Anyway, seriously, there, there's a lot of truth to this, and I know I'm being a little sarcastic about it being an Office Depot survey, but there's truth to this. Another study indicates that people see a person with a messy desk as being lazy. So if you're, you know, having a messy desk, at the very least, people around you are probably thinking less of you than what you really are and who wants that? It's not critical, but definitely something to consider. But here's where it all comes together. Success comes to us when we take action on our creative ideas. Just being creative at a messy desk isn't going to translate into using that creativity for anyone's benefit. I've been very, very creative with things, come up with wonderful ideas and concepts and opportunities and not taking action on them. They're just laying there, not being used. So just being creative isn't going to get you where you need to be. You also need to be productive. But I'd also offer up this idea. Having a messy desk isn't the only place you can go to if you want to be more creative. We know that studies show that we're very creative when we're in the shower just because of the nature of the the rhythmic shower water hitting you. You don't have anything else to do. And showering is a way is a place that people come up with all kinds of great ideas. Getting out into nature where there's no words it's just trees and birds and water and animals and all that that helps us become more creative exercise when you go out for a jog that causes us to be more creative and as always i'll always say spending time in some meditation will do tremendous things for your creativity so even if a messy desk does help you become or be more creative it's not the only place you can do that it'd be a different story if that was the case Make a point of finding that place outside of a messy desk that you can be creative, but then come back to that desk, that clean, organized desk, and execute on those ideas. Because we do know that when, we're, when we've got a nice, clean work environment, we can be more focused and we can get more done. That's why I fall on this. Sure, creativity, messy desk, maybe they go hand in hand, but it's not the only way to do it. But let, let's get into the productivity and let's figure out how we can get that clean desk. Leo Babauta, the creator of zenhabits.com, he has a system to keep a clean desk. And it's pretty much, uh, I'll put a link to it in the show notes, by the way, at uh, pdesmondadams.com slash 032. Uh, he pretty much follows the teachings of David Allen, a book I've talked about before, Getting Things Done, or you might have heard of it as GTD. I'll put a link to that as well. One of the best books I've ever read on being organized and getting your task list done. I cannot recommend it enough. It's phenomenal. Getting Things Done, David Allen. Again, I'll put a link to it. Matter of fact, I'll link right to it at pdesmondadams.com slash GTD, because I know I'm going to refer to this a lot in uh, future episodes of Mental Mastery Moment. So pdesmondadams.com slash GTD will take you right to the Amazon link. You can get it on your Kindle or get the paperback, whatever works best for you. All right. So here's what he recommends to follow this system. Take everything off your desk. And of course, you know, leaving your speakers and your monitor, maybe some pens and that. But take all the paperwork, all the little post-it notes, all the little napkins that got an idea on it, everything. Take it on, off your desk or put it into one big pile. And don't just leave it because I know that's what you did last Friday. But just take that one big pile and go through those items from top to bottom, stopping on each one and taking action on it. That doesn't mean, oh, yeah, that one, yeah, I'm going to put that over here because I'm going to figure that one out here later. No, you figure it out right now. If you can do 
an address, whatever's on that piece of paper. Maybe it's a phone number that you just need to put into your contacts list. Do that. If you can do it under two minutes, that's the rule David Allen uses, the two-minute rule, because it takes about two minutes to put it into your system or to file it for future reference. So you might as well just get it done by, by doing it if it takes two minutes. Maybe it's turning in a receipt to your office manager and just saying, oh, here's that invoice I promised you. Boom, done. Two minutes, you come back. Work your way down that list and look at each item. Can you trash it? Is it relevant? Do you need it? If not, throw it away. Can you file it? Do you need it for future reference? Do that. Otherwise, take it and put it into your system. By that, I mean create an organized to-do list or task list where everything that comes out of that pile has an action item attributed to it, but it doesn't stay cluttered all over your desk. And that's the best way to handle that. But don't create little sub piles. If that needs to go into your to-do list and you're going to need that piece of paper for executing that item, put it into a filing system. Whether you use Evernote, and that's a great way to do it. I highly recommend that. Or if you're using a regular standard filing system, and David Allen talks about great ways of managing that as well. But put it in there in a place you will find it and get it into your to-do list so that it doesn't get, get filed away and you forget about it. It gets put in your to-do list and it pops up under one of your next actions when you come to that. And, and here's the deal with this. Do this every single day. Now, there may be days where you only got to grab three pieces of paper and you put them in that one pile and boom, 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 you're right through them real quick. This first day is clearly going to be the hardest one. The other thing to remember is your desk is not a storage area. And this is where it becomes difficult for me. Somebody comes into my office and they'll put something on my desk and then I'll think, oh, yeah, that's right. That I need to I need to get them that. OK, well, I'll just leave it there so I don't forget it. That's the worst way to do it. If you don't want to forget it, file that away and put it in your to do list so that you can address it when it comes up. General rule with this thinking, if it's within an arm's length distance of you, it needs to be used immediately. If you don't need it immediately, then put it away. And just follow that system every day. I would recommend putting into your calendar 15 minutes every day. Maybe it's after lunch. Maybe it's at the end of your day where you declutter your desk and make it a point of doing that. It'll also add closure to your day. You'll understand that, okay, my day's done. Everything's off the desk. Everything's into the system or being addressed. And the day is done. And you're going to get up and walk away. And that's going to give you a clutter-free mind as well. You're not going to be driving down the street going, oh, that's right. I still got that thing on my desk. I got to, okay, tomorrow morning I got to make sure I get that and get that. It's going to declutter your mind as you declutter your desk. I really like, and I mentioned this Evernote, using a digital filing system as much as possible. It's so much easier to search. You know, if you use Evernote and you scan things or you put things, whether it's just some notes you can type in, take off of a back of a receipt and post them in there, it's searchable. Even when you scan things, in, it becomes searchable. And that makes it so much easier when later on you're looking for something. You can put tags on items. Uh, so that you tag it with receipt, you can tag it with lunch, you can tag it with tax deductible, you can tag it with your boss's name if it's something they asked you to do. It is a phenomenal tool that you really should spend some time mastering. It's Evernote. It's free, basically. You can pay if you need to use it more than uh, most, but it's it's great. It's also a much smaller 
footprint for the environment by doing that. More things are, are just put into there. You don't have so many notes. You're not using post-it notes and ripping one off each time you got a thought or idea. You're putting it into your Evernote and you're improving on that because it's not just going to be stuck on your monitor or on your bulletin board. It's, it's going to be in your system where you can reference it. You can even link to that from your to-do list. It's called Evernote. And uh, it's really great, even for those recall items that, you know, you say, oh, this is this is the login information for that new software that I got. I'm going to want to save this somewhere. You may want to put it in Evernote. You, you may want to put it in an encrypted. It depends on what it is, obviously, but it's a great tool to use. And here's the deal. I realize that you may be thinking, oh, I would go nuts if I had a clutter-free desk. Give this a shot. Give it a try. Like I said, go be creative somewhere else. Come back to your desk to get things done. And uh, if you want, and you do this for a couple, three weeks maybe, and you're just like, eh, just not working for me, it is so easy to go back to a cluttered desk. You just take those files and you just dump it all out on your desk again, and within five minutes, you're back to your old system. I hope this helps you. I hope this is something that you really truly will do today. Take some action. Go get the show notes for this episode at pdesmondadams.com slash 032. I will put a link to the article from zenhabits.com plus the book by David Allen, Getting Things Done. I'll have that in there as well. And then uh, even if you want to just go straight to get that David Allen book, it's pdesmondadams.com slash GTD. And that is an Amazon affiliate link. So just know that. So I'm not trying to scam you. I'm not sneaking that in there. That's an affiliate link, and I do get a little something back if you were to buy uh, that book through that link. pdesmondadams.com slash GTD. All right, big news today, huge news. Our podcast and this community, we have taken the Mental Mastery Moment into the top 200 of all podcasts in iTunes. And I know that seems like, well, 200, that's, that's, that's huge. Do you realize there's over a quarter of a million podcasts in iTunes? And you have taken this thing to the top 200. Thank you so much for every one of you who has rated the podcast in iTunes, who subscribed to the podcast in iTunes, who've shared it with other people. I do hope that it is a tremendous benefit to you. Let's continue with this. I'm so excited and it energizes me to produce more and more episodes and, and I really just want to benefit you. So thank you so much for that. If you haven't done it yet, subscribe and rate the podcast. I'll give you a quick link right now. If you use iTunes, it's pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. Okay, that'll pop open iTunes for you. If you don't have it installed on your computer, it'll take you to a blank page. Oh, if you're not using iTunes, I highly recommend the Stitcher app. That works with Android devices and with an iOS system. A lot of people have iPhones. They use Stitcher instead of the Apple podcasting app so whichever way you go if you're using stitcher it's pdesmondadams.com slash stitcher we're available in other areas too but these are the two that are pretty much the the best ones out there stitcher and the apple podcasting app i'd love to follow you on twitter let's connect i really want to do this where we're sharing thoughts and ideas and it's not just me with an outbound stream of links and ideas and stuff I stumble upon. I want to hear back from you. And so follow me on Twitter. It's real easy at P Desmond Adams. So you can go to twitter.com slash P Desmond Adams. Or if you're already on Twitter, you can follow just at P Desmond Adams. And again, I'll follow you back and we'll have an interchange and we'll share ideas and thoughts and it's going to be fantastic. So I hope that we'll do all those things. I hope that you have an amazing, productive clean desk kind of day and I hope your reach always extends beyond your grasp. 